This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. The Democrats have materialized enough magic votes in Georgia to give Biden the win in a solid red state. The Democrats in Philadelphia are ignoring a court order and still refusing to allow GOP election observers. And despite what you've heard, the U.S. Senate could fall to the Democrats. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. And thank you for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com, or you can call or text the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. Well, the president gave a, uh, a, a, a presser, a press conference from the briefing room at the White House yesterday detailing uh, his view of this election and how they had used, the Democrats had used this mail-in balloting in order to steal this election. I think there's little doubt about that. Of course, the mainstream media will never admit it. But shortly into the president's press conference, all of the three big networks cut away from it and then started uh, doing these uh, these fact checks in which they, they just claim, well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence when the evidence is staring them right in the face. And, uh, and... It was uh, heavily censored on social media as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you a, a good bit of uh, this press conference because y- you may not have been exposed to it if you were counting on the mainstream media to get your information. They won't. Uh, they'll they'll slice and dice it now to make make it look bad and um, you know support their narrative that uh, the president is being dishonest when he points out all of this this um, vote fraud that's going on. It goes on for about 20 minutes. I, I'm not going to play all of it for you, but I do want you to hear uh, some of it. Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important 2020 election. If you count the legal votes... I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly. But a lot of votes came in late. I've already decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. To name just a few, we won these and many other victories despite historic Election interference from big media, big money, and big tech, as everybody saw. We won by historic numbers. And the pollsters got it knowingly wrong. They got it knowingly wrong. 
We had polls that were so ridiculous, and everybody knew it at the time. There was no blue wave that they predicted. They thought there was going to be a big blue wave. That was false. That was done for suppression reasons. But instead, there was a big red wave. And it's been properly acknowledged, actually, by the media. They were, I think, very impressed. But that was after the fact. That doesn't do us any good. We kept the Senate despite having twice as many seats to defend as Democrats and in a really uh, much more competitive states. We've uh, we did a fantastic job with the Senate. I think we're very proud of what's happened there. We had many more seats to defend. They spent almost $200 million on Senate races in South Carolina and Kentucky alone, two races, and hundreds of millions of dollars overall against us. At the national level, our opponent's major donors were Wall Street bankers and special interests. Our major donors were police officers, farmers, everyday citizens. Yet for the first time ever, we lost zero races in the House. I was talking to Kevin McCarthy today. He said he couldn't believe it. Zero races. Very unusual thing. Zero. And actually won many new seats with, I think, many more on the way. This was also the year of the Republican woman. More Republican women were elected to Congress than ever before. That's a great achievement. I won the largest share of non-white voters of any Republican in 60 years, including historic numbers of Latino, African-American, Asian-American, and Native American voters, uh, the largest ever in our history. We grew our party by 4 million voters, the greatest turnout in Republican Party history. Uh, Democrats are the party of the big donors, the big media, the big tech, it seems. And Republicans have become the party of the American worker, and that's what's happened. And we're also, I believe, the party of inclusion. As everyone now recognizes, media polling was election interference in the truest sense of that word by powerful special interests. These really phony polls, I have to call them phony polls, fake, fake polls, poll. were designed to keep our voters at home, create the illusion of momentum for Mr. Biden and diminish Republicans' ability to raise funds. They were what's called suppression polls. Everyone knows that now. And uh, it's never been used to the extent that it's been used on this last election. To highlight just a few examples, the day before. Well, I'm going to drop out there. If you uh, if you heard that first three minutes, 45 seconds here on this show, you uh, you already heard uh, about two and a half minutes more than you would have heard on any of the network newscasts or on MSNBC. Or uh, you can go looking for it and find it on the internet uh, on YouTube, but uh, they are suppressing it heavily on the social media platforms. And uh, really, they didn't want you to hear that part of the speech where the president was crowing about uh, expanding the base of the Republican Party to become a true workers' party, an inclusive party, a party that uh, was successful in making huge inroads into the, the Democrats' identity grievance plantation. But the reaction from the mainstream media was uh, off the deep end. It absolutely drove them mad. No evidence, they said, no evidence that there's anything wrong with this election despite huge instances available publicly 
of voter fraud and ballot tampering and uh, and using the the courts to override state state legislatures in these blue states and a rigging election uh, completely at odds with how they had uh, the the legislature had intended the election to go. Over on CNN, Jake Tapper give you a small example of the reaction by the unhinged media. I talked to a source from. That's not the one. Here we go. Jake Tapper on CNN. What a sad night for the United States of America to hear their president say that, to falsely accuse people of trying to steal the election. To, to People. He, he's, he's accusing people, not accusing the Democrats. You notice, Jake, he, he, he says that he's accusing you. No, it was the Democrats. There aren't real people behind a lot of these ballots that they're producing in Georgia and Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada. Those aren't real people. Those are people that are dead or have moved. I was trying to steal the election, to, to, to try to attack democracy that way with this feast of, of falsehoods. Lie after lie after lie about the election being stolen. No evidence for what he's saying. Just smears about the integrity a vote counting in state after state. When he wins a state, it's legitimate. When he loses, it's because the vote is being stolen from he from him. That's because the states he was winning in weren't rigged in advance by the Democrats. I mean, I could play you a, a, a whole hour of these uh, of these over the top smears by the the media, the same ones that uh, pumped out this Russia hoax lie and the uh, impeachment lies and the Covington schoolboy lies. They want to say Donald Trump is the one that's dishonest. ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC all cut away and immediately launched into attacks on the president. Over at Fox, you had Martha McCallum and Brett Baer sitting on there, and they uh, they repeated this uh, this mantra that there's no evidence despite the fact that you can go on social media and see uh, videotapes of election workers with uh, with pens filling out ballots you know this uh, fox has taken a lot of heat over this uh, arnon mishkin who is their uh, their uh, election desk guy that called arizona early in the evening for no other reason than to suppress the vote uh, the trump vote this guy's got a long history going back to 2000 of coordinating with the high level Democrats uh, during the election night in order to try to uh, shape the news on Fox to, uh, to the benefit of the Democrats. On social media, they absolutely uh, stomped on any, uh, any effort to organize against this big steal over at Facebook. They took down a, uh, a page that had gotten hundreds of thousands of people to join to try to organize uh, the effort to uh, to make sure that we have a free and fair election. They took it down. They claimed that it was because uh, people were uh, inciting violence on there, and the the examples that the New York Times gave was that um, one person posted, "It's not enough to talk about it; we have to do something." That's an example of violence. They say. And they say somebody used an emoji that was that showed explosions, and so that justified um, Mark Zuckerberg pulling down a page that was going to allow 
Trump supporters to, uh, to try to fight back against this. This is the same Facebook, by the way, that allows scores and scores of Antifa and Black Lives Matter pages wherein they organize these violent riots that uh, you saw all summer long and are seeing still to this day. Just last night, uh, Antifa was at the home of a Portland City Council member, a guy named Dan Ryan, because he voted against defunding the police. They were breaking windows and defacing his home and shining lights and yelling at him with a bullhorn. Actual violence. Facebook's just fine with that, but if you put up an emoji on a, uh, a, a page that's designed to prevent fraud during this election, then they will take the whole page down. Here is a, a clip, uh, an example, just a short um, clip of what was going on in Portland last night, organized on social media. And New York City, Antifa was in the streets, and uh, there was a clip circulated widely of a woman uh, screaming at NYPD officers and ultimately spit in the face of a New York City police officer. Yeah, it's it's the Trump supporters that are the problem on Facebook. They would never think of taking down an Antifa page or a Black Lives Matter page. Republicans try to use the platform to organize legitimate resistance to what they see justifiably so as the big steal. They take it down right away. The same as um, uh, Democrat media complex that excoriated the president for his speech. They've they've blocked access all or uh, coverage all summer long to this day of these riots. And when they did mention them, they were trying to contextualize them. Oh, this is all about George Floyd. These stores being looted. These uh, these business districts being destroyed. These citizens being assaulted. These cops being shot, that's, that's, that's George Floyd. And anybody that knows the history of the Democrat machine in Philadelphia knows exactly what's going on there. Anybody that knows the history of Fulton County, Georgia, and DeKalb and Clayton County, Georgia, knows exactly what's going on. We're going to take a look at that when we get back. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Fish. Now that we're officially residents of room 13 at the Desert Air Motel, why don't we get these windows open and let some fresh air in? <laughs> Rock, look who's by the pool. Oh, my God. Is that Brad? I'm shocked they make mankinis in that size. Give me your phone. Got to get some pics for blackmail. Oh, my gosh. Here. Oh, no. He's posing. <laughs> oh. Room 13. Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. Mojo 5-0. G'day, mates. Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. 
Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's a wild hair now! Ain't he a beaut? Yeah. What's up, Dad? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. Go there and get your emergency food supply today. You may need it before all of this uh, turmoil is over with. I'm told that's not really tech rue, but uh, you don't know what to believe when it comes to uh, to that guy. <laughs> so out in Pennsylvania where the big steal has been going on nonstop, the, the voting... Uh, ballots have been, uh, the, the harvesting machine has been whirring in, uh, in high gear for going on three days. Now the, the Pennsylvania attorney general who called this race before any votes were ever even cast, I had this to say about their efforts to, to cover up, um, and prevent election observers. The campaign is over. Um, the, the votes were cast. And now we have to count them and and respect the will of the people. And I'm not going to let anyone stop that process of counting. Not even These are legal votes. They will be counted. There is transparency baked into the system. Candidates from all parties and all parties Mm -hmm. and what have you have the opportunity to observe. Hallie, you and your viewers can observe by going online and watching a live stream of what goes on there. Uh, so we're going to continue to this count. Oh, you can go on and watch a live stream from a camera set up in the corner of these these huge rooms, and you'll know that everything that's going on there, as people sit at tables with pens and fill out ballots, perfectly legitimate. He says. This is a long clip. I'm going to play you, but it's uh, very effective. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, pointing out exactly what's going on there in Philadelphia. It, it is it is very, very sad that we're here in the city that's uh, really the birthplace of our democracy. And this is among one of the most anti-democratic things I've ever seen or encountered. And it's not just here in, 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 Phil, in Philadelphia. This is going on all over the country. Uh, we have filed a lawsuit. The lawsuit actually required that when these mail-in ballots that you know are highly suspicious anyway... This form of balloting has always been considered the most prone to fraud. That's according to the New York Times when it didn't apply to candidate President Trump. Well, we were supposed to be allowed by law to observe the counting of the ballots. Now, observe means to any intelligent person being able to look at it. The way it's interpreted by the Democrat crooked machine of Philadelphia is that the observers can be 20 or 30 feet away, never able to see the ballot itself, never able to see if it was properly postmarked, properly addressed, properly signed on the outside. All the things that often lead to disqualification of ballots or make it very easy to dump 50,000 totally fraudulent ballots because they're not observed. This went on for 20 hours while all of you thought there was some kind of legitimate count going on here in Philadelphia. It was totally illegitimate. So we went back to court 
And we went before a Democrat judge. No need to tell you what the result in Philadelphia is if you're before a Democrat judge. Obviously a political hack who doesn't know the meaning of the word observe. Observe means to be able to look. Not a single Republican has been able to look at any one of these mail ballots. They could be from Mars as far as we're concerned. Or they could be from the Democratic National Committee. Joe Biden could have voted 50 times as far as we know, or 5,000 times. The ballots could be from Camden. Philadelphia, unfortunately, and I would say this about my own city, has a reputation for voter fraud. You have a reputation for dead people voting, and we're going to go look at just how many dead people voted here. I didn't think we'd have to do that, but we will. And you have a reputation for people being busted in from Camden voting here. Wouldn't be the first time that happened. But this goes way beyond any of that. And let me also add that this isn't happening just here. We have exactly the same lawsuit in Wisconsin where exactly the same thing happened. Except in Wisconsin, mysteriously, at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning, about 120,000 ballots appeared. <laughs> oh, here come these ballots. Well, we have no idea if they really are ballots. We have no idea if they're signed, if they're postmarked properly, if it isn't just the same person who submitted 100,000 ballots, and they all got counted. This is the way they intend to win. Now I'm informed by former Congressman Sweeney, who's been going around the country and collecting this information, that similar situation in Arizona, similar situation in Nevada, and a similar situation, what am I missing, John? Where are you? In, in Michigan, in Detroit, Michigan. Now, that, that, um, that press conference that Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer, held was only covered by One American News. It was total blackout on the mainstream media, including Fox, because this doesn't line up with their, uh, their big corporate globalist owners' uh, narrative that they're pushing forward. They don't want you to hear from somebody that makes the case that effectively. Have you ever noticed in all of these states that no one ever, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, at the exact time meet, uh, needed when the, uh, the rooms are dark and uh, all of the observers are uh, locked out, they suddenly find ballots for Republicans? No, it doesn't work that way. This is a one-way ratchet. Out in Nevada, Former Attorney General for the state, Adam Laxalt, detailed what's going on out there. Gave us mail-in ballots, and despite the fact that there are examples of thousands of ballots being mailed across this valley in trash cans and apartment buildings, people getting as many as 18 ballots to their homes, we knew these, these rolls were unclean, and we were told that signatures would save us from all fraud. But to date, we still have not been able to observe these signatures or, or meaningfully challenge a single mail-in ballot out of hundreds of thousands of casts. What they did there in Clark County, which is uh, about 76% of the population of the state of Nevada, is they, uh, they, get, they, they left the signature matching to a machine. And that machine was programmed so that it would be purposefully um, loose, that it wouldn't be uh, that close of a match. 
when they ran tests, they kept cal- uh, calibrating it back and calibrating it back. So it left more and more votes go through. Now, this is the former attorney general of Nevada, Adam Laxalt, saying on, on um, you know, for public consumption that what's going on in Nevada, is, in Clark County, Nevada, where the Democrats control, is illegitimate. But the president has no evidence. The president has no evidence, says Jake Tapper and Anderson Cooper and Rachel Madcow and Joy Reid. New York Times and the Washington Post won't cover any of this. They act like any questioning of what has gone on here is conspiracy theories. This coming from the same two newspapers that pushed all of these hoaxes out into the uh, public consciousness over the last three years to cripple this, this administration. What's going on here, we would never accept from a third world country. If they had tried to do this in Africa or South America, you would have international observers saying this is an illegitimate election and should not be allowed to go forward. But because we have lost control of the media, big tech, and the moneyed interests in this country, they are going to try to dram it, dram it down our throats. Stick with us. We'll be right back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So before they yanked down this Facebook group, Stop the Steal, they had already been able to organize several um, rallies, uh, protests in Arizona and Nevada and Georgia to, to try to push back against what's going on. Here's a little of what it sounded like uh, out in Arizona. Trump! We want 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 Trump! 
that was a thousand voters that uh, at least a thousand voters that turned out um, as a result of that Facebook group. That's why they pulled it down. Same thing happened out in Nevada. Yeah, they said it was because of violence. Uh, they there was the specter of violence. No, it wasn't because there was a specter of violence. It's because, uh, and, and you notice, none of those events had people breaking windows and assaulting police officers and setting fires, like they do on, uh, like they organize on the Antifa and Black Lives Matter pages, groups. But they had to stop that. We can't have. These uh, patriotic Americans out there waving their flags and peacefully protesting. So overnight, magically, Fulton County, Georgia, DeKalb County, and Clayton County materialized enough votes to put old Joe Biden into the lead. And because of all, all of the other uh, counties in Georgia had completed their vote counting days ago, then Fulton, DeKalb, Clayton County, and to a lesser degree, Chatham County down in Savannah have total control over what's going on in Georgia. So they've turned a solid red state that has not elected a a Democrat statewide in I think about 20 years, they have suddenly turned the state of Georgia for and put it in Joe Biden's column. And there's numerous examples of fraud coming to light. There will be a mandatory recount in Georgia. There have been dead people voting forged signatures, missing signatures, massive amounts of unsolicited ballots filled out by other people. And reason to believe that legally cast ballots were not counted. And I can tell you from personal experience that if you're counting on the commissioners in Fulton County to deliver accurate uh, and, and honest vote totals, you're, you're going to be sadly uh, mistaken. Fulton County will generate as many votes as they need to win. That's how the, uh, the, the machine, Democrat machine, runs in Fulton County. I personally witnessed it twice when Mary Norwood was cheated out of elections to become mayor of Atlanta. They would tell you, oh, we're, we've stopped counting for the evening. Everybody can go home. And then you'd get back the next morning and suddenly they will have materialized um, more votes than they claim to have had left to count on the previous night. The way they do this is they've got their strategic voting precincts that refuse to turn in their votes and, and report on a timely manner until they see how many votes are needed And that's how many votes they will generate. Don Jr. was down in Georgia yesterday. Today is the the show of the long clip. But uh, you need to hear Don Jr. and what he had to say. But I've been watching this all over the country. When I hear there's a deadline and then magically boxes appear later. We know that's against the law, but you get in front of a Democrat judge in a Democrat city with Democrat control, and it's okay. Then, before you can contest it, they throw those ballots in one big box. Now you can't tell which one is accurate and which isn't. I think the Democrats are used to this 
from a Republican Party that hasn't had a backbone. You're not going to see that this time around. That party is gone, and anyone that doesn't fight like that should go with it. Here's, uh, here's some more later on in that same speech. This is the kind of nonsense that has to stop. When they're suing and a judge allows Republican watchers to come in and they say you have to stand 12 feet away, then they have to bring binoculars. They can't actually observe. Think about how insane that is. So they sue to get closer access. The Democrat Party then blocks watchers. They sue again to prevent people from being able to watch what's going on. I wonder why. I wonder. I wonder why. Because I can't think of a possible reason other than they plan on cheating. Just like we've seen throughout the country where the Democrat big push for absentee ballots was to make sure that the signature on that ballot does not have to match the signature on the record of that voter. Can, obviously. Obviously. And so when we see that, we assume what we've all known for so many years. But I think the number one thing that Donald Trump can do in this election is fight each and every one of these battles to the death. Well, the problem is there is a, you can't put toothpaste back in the tube. Once these, uh, these votes are intermingled, they are uh, anonymous. And uh, the Democrats know this. They've, they've perfected this game over many, many years. Once they are able to, uh, to count these votes, you cannot uncount them. And no, no judge is going to call a, uh, a, a, re- uh, a redo of a statewide election, I don't think. Especially not if it's a Republican. Now, in North Carolina, if they find any in- indication of voter irregularities on the Republican side, they will most definitely call another election, but, um, you know, you're counting on these Democrat local judges to do this and it's just not going to happen. Here's Vernon uh, Jordan, a uh, former Democrat, actually a a current Democrat state house member from Georgia who supports Trump. A part of the pandemic, a failure of the democratic leadership. It doesn't matter what color you are, what party you are. Your vote deserves to be counted, and we need to know what those results are. We need to know now. How in the hell you can send a man to the moon, but you can't get results in 24 hours? (laughs) You know, a number of outstanding ballots in Fulton County could be counted uh, just just in a few hours. They, uh, They do it all the time. They're holding back because they need to know exactly, you know, what the objective is here. Do we need to go way out on a limb to, to flip Georgia into the Democrat column, or should we uh, draw back a little bit so uh, you know so we're less likely to get caught? It doesn't take that long to count these ballots. I've been in Florida for five years now. From uh, Moved down here from Georgia, previously lived in Fulton County, observed what goes on here. I, I wonder if, if they ever cleaned up the voter rolls to remove me and and uh, my family from the voter rolls in Georgia, maybe maybe I cast a ballot for Joe Biden and just don't realize it. I'm going to see if I can find something online to to investigate that. Steve Cortez is over uh, doing his whiteboard thing, um, predicting that they're still going to be able to hold on in Pennsylvania. I 
I rather doubt that. I think that's sort of a naive belief. Here's, uh, here's what it sounded like. Patriots, we've declared victory in Pennsylvania for the president, but now we need to make sure that we certify and confirm the win. We're doing that with smart, tough lawyers on the scene there in Pennsylvania. They are litigating, they're watching, uh, and they're making sure that the vote canvassing is done correctly. We have to be especially vigilant in Pennsylvania because the people who should be running this process are very biased. Let's start with, this is our advisor, Rick Grinnell, tweeting about Kathy Bookvar, who is the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania. She's literally in charge of the election. Here's what she said shortly after the president took office. Using the title president before the word Trump really demeans the office of the presidency, not exactly hiding her partisanship. More recently, Pennsylvania Attorney General, top law enforcement officer in the state, Shapiro, this is what he tweeted. If all the votes are counted in PA, Trump is going to lose. No, Shapiro, let me correct this for you. If all the legal votes are counted, Trump is going to win. Well, you don't know if all the legal votes are being cast, but I'm quite certain that a lot of illegitimate votes are being counted. You can uh, you can go on Twitter and see um, videos if if you are able to get to it before Jack Dorsey has it pulled down of uh, camp uh, of um, ballot uh, uh, poll workers, excuse me, of poll workers sitting at their table looking around to see if anybody's watching them and then pulling out. Uh, a a pen, not not a whole pen, because they're not supposed to have any writing instruments at these counting tables. But they pull out, um, you know, the the inside of a ballpoint pen, and after looking around and make, making sure that nobody's watching them, these uh, these videos are taken with zoom lenses from far away, where they have the the observers uh, corralled. Go and mark that ballot up. What they'll say uh, when they expose all of these uh, these irregularities, oh, it's it's not enough to change the election because you didn't document enough of this fraud going on to change the election, and then they will uh, they'll punt it because the courts don't want to be seen as having chosen the winner of the presidential election. And the Supreme Court, headed up by John Roberts, has really put this country in a bind. If, if just three weeks ago, the Supreme Court had told Pennsylvania that according to the state and federal constitution, courts are not allowed to alter state election rules, this race would not be where it is now. The left has itself to blame. There's no reason to extend these deadlines to, for votes to be received. Everybody knew when the election was. It's written in the Constitution. The state legislatures actually moved in and, and changed the rules to you know, address these uh, Chinese virus concerns. There was no reason at all in Pennsylvania and North Carolina and Michigan for the state courts to, to come in and alter the rules. And by doing so, what they've done is raise legitimate concerns, despite what ABC, NBC and CBS and Jake Tapper and, and Rachel Maddow will tell you, but these are legitimate concerns that they were purposefully enabling voter fraud. And it's not going to be enough for the 
the Trump campaign to come in now and, and show all of these examples of actual voter fraud, they would have to do that hundreds of thousands of times. Well, yeah, they'd have to, they'd have to do it in an, in enough instances that it would cover their margin of victory. And that is just a, uh, something that is not going to be able to done. They may be able to, uh, raise the specter that the, the, uh, the courts, especially in Pennsylvania, uh, purposefully screwed up this election. But I don't think that, uh, that, uh, Trump's going to be successful. I, I know you don't want to hear that, but I've seen it enough. Here's Newt Gingrich, who um, who's seen a lot of this in his career. He was he was the big villain before Donald Trump arrived on the scene, as far as the mainstream media was concerned. And here's what he had to say: Speaker, I have in my hands it's a copy of election observa- observer laws. Let's see, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Well, we don't need to hear uh, the entire setup from from Hannity. Here we go. And how do you remedy that? You know, I think I've been active in this since 1958. That's 62 years. I am the angriest I have been in that entire six decades. You have a group of corrupt people who have absolute contempt for the American people, who believe that we are so spineless, so cowardly, so unwilling to stand up for ourselves, that they can steal the presidency and we'll wring our hands, bring in a few lawyers, and do nothing. My hope is that President Trump will lead the millions of Americans who understand exactly what's going on. The Philadelphia machine is corrupt that the Atlanta machine is corrupt. The machine in Detroit is corrupt. And they're trying to steal the presidency. And we should not allow them to do that. First of all, under federal law, we should lock up the people who are breaking the law. You stop somebody from being an observer, you just broke federal law. You hide and put up paper so nobody can see what you're doing, you just broke federal law. You bring in ballots that aren't real, you just broke federal law. I am sick and tired of corrupt left-wing Democrats who believe that we are too timid and too easy to intimidate and therefore let us go out and steal it. Now, that's exactly, I mean, no one should have any doubt you are watching an effort to steal the presidency of the United States, and this is not about Donald Trump. This is about the American people. Do the American people have the right in an honest election with honest, legitimate ballots to pick their leader, or are we now just sheep to be dominated by the high-tech businesses, the news media, and the various political machines? Well, we're not sheep, but it's very hard to organize when uh, the mainstream media is design uh, is uh, denying people access to legitimate information, and social media is uh, preventing them from organizing. They keep saying, "Oh, you you have no evidence. You have no evidence." There's, there's basically several different kinds of ways that the Democrats steal elections. They one is they do it through voter fraud. There are many times in this country that uh, 
you know, these, uh, these elections come down to slight numbers and the Democrats have, uh, we've seen that they will not hesitate to engage in voter fraud by, uh, delivering ballots in the middle of the night. Nobody knows where they're from and nobody will, uh, will look into it. That happened in Broward County and Minnesota and Michigan. These ballot harvesting schemes that they, uh, they've used third parties to go out and collect an unlimited number of these mail-in ballots that they've blanketed the state with. It started uh, in California. They perfected the scheme back in 2016. The Democrats used it very effectively in 2018 to deliver hundreds of thousands of ballots their way. They overturned every Republican congressional seat in Orange County, California using that scheme. There were uh, uh, provisions in the stimulus bill inserted by Nancy Pelosi to legalize ballot harvesting nationwide. Another thing they use is curing ballots. Several states allow voters to cure problems with their mail-in ballots, like a missing signature. Democrats are going to door-to-door in Fulton County, DeKalb County, Clayton County, looking for uh, Democrat voters to ask them to cure their ballots. They need to fix it. One of the things they like to, well, I need to run out to a break before uh, I lose, uh, lose this whole hour. Stick with us. We'll be right back. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. So we have had uh, big tech, big money, and big government weigh in on this election, all on the side of the Democrats. And now they're rolling out their actual, uh, since that was not successful in defeating Donald Trump, they rolled out their actual voter fraud backup plan. Billionaires like uh, Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, donated hundreds of millions of dollars to so-called safe elections, claiming it's nonpartisan. But they they have been focused almost entirely on get-out-the-vote operations in key Democrat cities and states. You know, Joe Biden... He doesn't have a direct connection between his brain and his mouth, and it becomes, uh, you know, goes haywire quite often. And he was on one of these Zoom calls not too long ago, and uh, and not being able to not say what he is not supposed to say 
said this. We have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, if he didn't mean to say that, you would have thought that he would stop and correct himself. Yes, we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Well, I would have to agree with Joe there. I don't agree with him very often, but uh, he is absolutely right. Hillary Clinton was doing her part to, uh, to prepare for what was going to happen. And, uh, she was on a zoom call with her, uh, her former, um, Jennifer Palmieri. I, th- I think it was her former chief of staff and said this. So we've got to have a massive legal operation. I know the Biden campaign is working on that. We have to have poll workers, and I urge people who are able to... uh, You notice she didn't say poll observers. She's talking about poll workers. We've got to have people inside these counting rooms. We have to have poll workers, and I urge people who are able to uh, be a poll worker. We have to have our own uh, teams of people to counter the the force of intimidation that the Republicans and Trump are going to put outside polling places. This is a big organizational challenge, but at least we know more about what they're going to do. And, you know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances. Yeah, he should not concede under any circumstances because we've got the fix in place. And if he'll just hold out long enough, we will deliver this election to him. You know, one of the interesting things that's gone unreported is, um, you know, they spent the first three years of Trump's administration accusing him of colluding with Russia to steal this election. Well, we've got actual physical evidence that there was no evidence against Trump. But we do have actual physical evidence now that the Iranian government has been interfering in this election on behalf of Joe Biden. United States attorney sees 27 additional domain names i don't know how many they seized originally that were being used by iran's islamic revolutionary guard corps to influence this campaign so why isn't the media screaming from the rooftops that joe biden is getting help from iran who's trying to develop nuclear weapons capable of reaching the united states well That doesn't fit with the narrative. So I've taken to uh, liking to play uh, songs on the the show that uh, illustrate what's going on. This is a a tune from um, Michael Beatty. He's he's on Twitter at Michael Beatty 3, B-E-A-T-T-Y 3, and a song called Wounded.
attempt to steal what's left is wounded. Questioning everything we know. Your insanity has made us stronger. Our patriotism. Michael Beatty's right that we will rise above this. Uh, if if uh, if Joe Biden is able to get in there, uh, we are going to have to uh, mount our own hashtag resistance movement. I want to also give you a heads up. This uh, this drumbeat that you've been hearing that the Republicans have retained the Senate is uh, is falling by the boards as well, because uh, coupled with their their vote generating machines in Georgia, uh, it looks like that uh, both of those uh, those Senate elections are going to be back on the ballot, and we're going to have to win both of them come January 5th in order to uh, to hold the Senate. And if we don't hold the Senate, then it's uh, Katie bar the door as far as this far left-wing Democrat um, agenda that Joe Biden is the Trojan horse for goes. So we uh, we can't we can't rest a moment. We've got to do everything we can to make sure that the Democrats aren't allowed to steal this election. I encourage you to go over to uh, search uh, for an article by Daniel Horowitz on the Blaze on on what can be done. That takes us to the end of another week of Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network, and I hope to talk to you Monday. See you then. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. 
Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more.